openers look a bitch that went up. <laughs> we got a, with two mirrors, we found ourselves a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> we are the lovely downtown Atlanta. We are very thankful to be here. Shout out to Three Million Productions for, you know, hooking us up. Everybody look good. Yeah. Yes, it was smelling good when we came in I here. Know. The vibe is amazing. New studio, who it is? Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> then we got the black art, got the books. We got the yeah, we, we it's the view for me. All I would need was the view. I mean, everything else is a plus. The view is all I need. This is amazing. Yeah. Give so, very much it's HBCU. giving the view, right? Like, you know, <laughs> we're HBCU. Right. <laughs> well. That's good. That's stuff for pleasantries. <laughs> Welcome to Oblish, the podcast where we have an open and honest conversation about everything from A to Z as it pertains to the LGBTQ plus community and beyond. I'm your host, Rodney. I'm Devin. I'm Tay. And I'm Sullivan. And we're about to start this good old show. So, Devin, how was your week, sweetie? <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't wait to say the S word. <laughs> Um, I had a good week. It's been so busy. It's been so, so busy. Uh, so as you guys know, my aunt passed away last week. Oh, yeah. um, so it's been busy just like, you know, with working everything, class, and then just trying to get everything together for like to go out of town. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, hair, nails, all that, but then also lesson plans and making sure that everything that's normally due on Fridays at work is due Wednesday. So just getting all that done. And then of course being here. So it's like fitting everything that you would normally do in five days in three days. Um, so it's been really busy. Um, I'm excited to go home. Um, unfortunately for the circumstances, I'm not excited about that, but I'm excited to see my family and just be there, support them. Um, and I'm excited to be here in this new studio. Like, it's beautiful. You guys know I didn't come to the walkthrough. So I kind of knew what to expect based off of the Instagram, but sometimes it can be different when you get there. So I'm just glad to be here. Um, everybody's nice and, you know, professional. It looks good, smells good. So I'm excited. And they're very professional here. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so I guess I got to be on time now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Point it to me, too. <laughs> Solomon, how was your week? My week has actually been pretty good good um no complaints it's been one of those weeks where i've had the opportunity to play catch up mm -hmm. and i like that i appreciate that mm -hmm. that's about it oh you don't want to share your story earlier no Before? okay <laughs> <laughs> Did I the story? No. you don't know <laughs> it's our secret oh y'all keep secrets now say hey. let's tell secrets yeah. <laughs> Cause no, they're keeping you. secrets. <laughs> well, tell each other. Oh, okay. Yeah, tell, tell each other. Not tell them. That's what I meant. Hey, no secrets. Where we going? Um, my week has also been busy. I'm actually up for a promotion. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been super busy. At the pony or? No, at the other. Okay. <laughs> um, so I've been super busy. I've been meeting with like the clients and like the executive managers and stuff like all week. So that's been my main focus. That's probably that's why I haven't really been in a chat like that because I've been like. I've yeah, been on get it. Get your money, yeah, bitch. So. And give me tonight. And share. I was about to say, and share. <laughs> so, yeah. What well, about you, Rodney? Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, my week is really good. Um, working, I love the new job. Okay. Um, now it's getting level. Okay. You know, it's not so much as hectic, hectic, hectic. Um, I love my coworkers. I love the team. Um, my puppy, um, I have to get um, snipped. He he acting a mess. Oh god. And I don't wanna cut off his balls, but yeah. he keep pissing everywhere. We gotta 
he trying to mark his territory now. He's a year old. Wait, so they don't pee if you cut their balls? No, he just mark his territory. He's a year old now. Oh, okay. So he just, I'm just like, we're not finna do this. Yeah. I don't want to go piss So if house. you get them snipped, <laughs> then they don't mark their territory. They just not so sexually active. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, okay. I don't know. Can they still have sex? I'm sure. They can still have I'm sex, sure I'm sure, but I don't think they can, like, have puppies. Yeah. Any dog pregnant. Yeah, yeah, that's why I don't want to do it. He Please, be, Bubba, stop pissing on my damn flow. He won't be able to shoot up any clubs. If you... Yeah, I want him to shoot up one time. Right, exactly. At least one club. <laughs> Can I have sex? <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> you put him in the other room when you do that? Yeah. I don't understand why people have sex in front of their animals. That would be, that would be weird, I feel like. I went over somebody's house to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> and a dog killed. I'm like, why is the dog just walking in here? Like, bitch, what kind of shit you into? All right, close the door. Okay, girl, don't say too much. Bestiality. Damn it. Because when the dog hops on the bed, then what? He's on the bed, but he used to watch, though. He's just sitting no, there. Like, I, we, we don't condone. Bestiality. <laughs> we don't condone. Take it, be saying for the weirdest what? shit. That's that Louisiana back one. No offense to our no love subscribers. Uh, we love you here. Um, but start, you know, shout out our sponsor, you know. Mm. <laughs> if I can stop sipping. So today we're being sponsored by Crown Royal, uh, which is a nice little switch up for us because you guys know, for those of those of you that are subscribed and watch all the shows, you know that we're normally drinking tequila, um, every now and then a vodka. But tonight we're drinking Crown Royal, and this is the apple flavor. Um, so Crown Royal is actually one of America's favorite whiskeys, um, and it comes in many flavors, like I said. So they have peach. Um, we have the apple, and I think it comes in vanilla, if vanilla. I'm not mistaken. And vanilla. And maple. And, and maple, maple, so I didn't know that. And caramel. Mm -hmm. Oh, they sell that in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've never seen that one. But thank you, Crown. We appreciate it. So next time y'all sponsor us, just give us one of each. <laughs> You're not feeling the apple. <laughs> no, I'm feeling the apple, but I didn't know they had caramel. So it's like I wanted. I would have them all lined up, and we just each taste all of them. And I think they have a cinnamon one. Okay, Solomon might be making this up. We don't know. No. Um, <laughs> but thank you, I know. Crown. Thank you so much. So do y'all, how do y'all feel about it? It's, you know, I, Crying Up is my favorite. Right, that so is your go-to. Because yeah. I drink y'all all the time. <laughs> yeah. When I go out, you know, right? That is your drink of choice. That is your drink of really choice. popular yeah. one is the peach, and I still haven't had it. It's hard to find. And you would think we would since it's Atlanta. You know, I love the yeah. peach. The peach is so I've never good. Had before it's so good. It's good, but it's hard to find. Yeah. Crown. We've never had the peach. <laughs> <laughs> See the next week, bitch. <laughs> we probably shouldn't call our sponsors bitches. I didn't say that to them. Who were you talking to? Hell. No, you weren't. I'm lying. <laughs> right. He was talking to me. He was talking to me. He was talking to me. But no, bitch is a term of endearment. It sure like, is. Okay. That's gay lingo. Just hopefully they, I mean, straight lingo too. Like my sisters say bitch. Mm. They're straight. But I'm gay. Well, one of them is kind of straight. I like the boys. <laughs> uh, I'll say, let's go. Let's talk. All right. Say, what you got to talk about this week? All right. So on Pillow Talk with Tay today, we're going to talk about the Netflix series, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. What is it? Dahmer? Yeah. Yeah. Dahmer. Dahmer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been like the biggest talk all week. Everyone's been watching it. Um, we all watched it. And um, everyone's been kind of drawing up their own speculation on why Jeffrey did what he did. And I don't think nobody really knows exactly why he did it. I, my opinion is I feel like it has a lot to do with abandonment, just um, kind of paying attention to how he acted. 
when like his mother left and then when he would invite someone over even before he would decide to drug himself and they'd be ready to leave like he would get like super upset or whatever like he wouldn't want them to leave um and it also has something to do with probably his crazy ass daddy and his mama but i mean i watched the whole thing i actually finished it last night i watched the whole thing and um, I know y'all gonna think I'm crazy, but I felt kind of bad when he got killed because I see that he had turned his life. He was trying to turn his life around. He had got baptized. He was, you know, trying to get forgiveness and his sins. Even though he did what he did, I do believe that forgiveness, you know, that's something that can be given in certain circumstances. I'll say that. But. Well, God is a healer. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. And if he really gave his soul to God, may God bless him. But may he rest in hell. Um, you know, I'm not gonna blame. I'm just being honest. Man, that bitch go straight to motherfucking hell. He was eating people. Not Dahmer's a bitch. <laughs> yes, he is. Jeff is a fucking bitch. Like, I watched it. I never heard of this guy before on Same. Facebook. He was talking about, I can't watch it. It's so traumatized. It's too scary. I'm like, yeah, bitch, cause you fucking everybody. Meet everybody at one night and have them over your house. <laughs> you don't be going to everybody's house like you don't You do not do that. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm just being honest. People all told me, they scared. Stay off Jack. Stay off grinder. Meet people in person. And don't even do that because Jeffrey, they met them in person. <laughs> and within a So party. don't meet people is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> don't meet nobody at this point. Like, Honestly, I would say this. His childhood, his dad did um, pick up roadkill for, you know, and, you know, dissect things, all that nature. His mom was damn shit crazy. She was talking about aliens and all that stuff. But in my opinion, for what they portrayed, I don't think he had a bad childhood. I think it just was not a normal childhood. Right. You know what I mean? Because I was dissecting worms. I used to cut up stuff. I'm not killing people in my house. Right. You know, but what really, um, I guess... You were about can to you, say that we know of. That we know of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, can you qualify? I used to cut up stuff. Like, you know, I used to, like, I used to blow up um, tadpoles. I used to tie them to the, <laughs> the firecracker. That's still up. cruelty to animals, even though they're just... I, I was bad. I was six years old. Like, give me, just <laughs> okay. give, give me, like... So you were on your way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I used stuff. to do stuff like that, but then I, I loved animals. Then I built a whole aquarium out of, of the little... Right, right. Out of the pool. Right. I took care of them. I was just a little child. Right. I never buried things alive and shit like that. Right. I didn't shoot up past chat poles and used to pop the That's so... <laughs> I used to laugh so hard. <laughs> <laughs> just like you are now but I was a child so you know you grow up and you change things mm -hmm. and um I would say this that his neighbor I was really mad at the area it was under undeserved with the police officers they later reported numerous numerous times when I saw the actual 14 year old boy he looked so young mm -hmm. and y'all tell him y'all let that man grab that young boy back into his mm -hmm. house and later literally begging you don't bring him don't bring him like I'm like no you about to see this goddamn this is that's a baby a like, and she kept I mean not only that but that's almost like somebody's unresponsive so it's like how could you trust giving them or leaving them with someone if you don't originally see them together? Like, I feel like if you rolled up on them and they're together, all right, maybe this is your boyfriend. Maybe y'all are together. But if you're like, obviously distraught and somebody comes rolling up around the corner and you're not coherent, you're unresponsive. I'm not going to leave you in that person's care because we don't know what the hell is going on. Right. 
So I feel like that was that was an error. Me personally, I feel like I kind of agree with you a little bit, but it's questionable because I'm like, if you do find forgiveness, then who am I to judge to say that, you know, whatever sin you do is fine and you can be forgiven and go Mm -hmm. to heaven. But if you kill somebody, you can't. I can't say that. I don't I can't judge that. So it does make me think like and wonder, like if he really did somehow you know, like he was just a different person, found God, you know, those demons were gone, then, you know, I hope he is in heaven and I feel bad that he got killed. But at the same time, I just, he I, I feel like him there's more than just like bad childhood, bad, whatever, bad, this, bad, that, to where you're eating people. Like, you know, like, I feel like if you act, if you shoot somebody, okay, maybe your anger, you know, you what's know but to eat somebody. When his grandma threw that damn medical. <laughs> He was mad. He said, Grandma, where is it? I threw it away, Jeff. <laughs> <It's my> <laughs> oh my god, man was scared. But did he ever have sex with anyone? Because they never actually showed that. Well, I've only seen a few episodes, so I, I wouldn't know. What episode are you on? Uh, two and a half. Bitch, girl. I told y'all I literally like this week I probably watch y'all know I love me some TV so I'm not one of those people you're right like, you oh, had I never had time. Time. but you, you okay so look in my defense like it took me a while to get through that first episode it was hard it was it was a lot like watching him struggle to get out like I don't want to give too much away for the people who haven't watched it I mean we are talking about so it. were I mean, you yeah. trying to therapize him as you were watching it like subconsciously no because I was already oh, familiar yeah. with I was already familiar with oh no so I was already familiar with Jeffrey Dahmer because I knew the history oh, um, oh so okay okay I, I knew that I knew about Ted Bundy I knew about all these um serial killers like and so this is something that I'll, I'll talk about later. Like, this is nothing new. Right. And so the the thing about, like, I'm not concerned about him going to heaven or hell. Like, I don't care. My my big concern is that he is off the streets. Like, he... Very good point. What was yeah. it, 17 people? And he yeah. wasn't an ugly guy. He like, he but was that's not why ugly. it was easy for him to get exactly. victims because he wasn't an ugly guy. That was the same with... Like, the, honestly, I probably would have let him buy me a Death drink. Man, though. I really thought he wasn't... I thought he was I in love with the Death Man. Bitch. <laughs> I hate him. And... Yeah, he killed a Death why Man. Is he, he fell why is that Death case man. more worse? Because more worse to me, him. I just felt like... That Death Dude really liked him. That Death Dude really liked I think the guy You're looking at him as, like, you're labeling him as, like, disability. No. No, he wanted love. You could tell the way he acted with you. But you don't think anybody else wanted love? Especially the 14-year-old? They were trying to have sex. The 14-year-old? Oh, the fourteen-year-old was definitely looking for love in the wrong places. No, no. he wasn't. I don't think he was looking for that wasn't, thing. He was just... wasn't he saying that he wanted, uh, he needed money? He, he needed, needed money. money. That guy, the deaf guy, he told him, "Earn me." Yeah. Like he wanted love. And Jeff did love him. And he did love until him. Until he tried to lead Jeff until to go to work. Him. And then Jeff now, killed him. Granted, granted, like, I, I do want to point out that this is all speculation. This is a drama. This is a drama series. So. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So, you know. Because they can't come back and say what happened. <laughs> oh, my God. God right? You're oh God. so right. What I will say. Oh, is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I'm so sorry. But how did him and the deaf, deaf guy communicate? He, he learned how to And he learned how to for him. How long did that take? 
Shit, I don't know, but he, I was mean, doing, he was doing it with him. Shit, he liked him too. That's why that's I scary. Took me for a little bit. I think it was true. But Jeff told the truth. From my opinion, they said that he was very truthful and honest about everything he did. Yeah. So yeah. I think he, I think the Jeff guy, him really had the thing going on. If I say, I, I think he really cared about the Jeff guy. I think okay. he did too. Not the one in the beginning, baby. He slow ground his ass right out that door, baby. He got out that door. Look, yeah, that's who everybody keeps saying. Go get the camera, him. baby. He was, no, that's the one who got him called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like. I'm actually glad that that's how the series started. I'm kind of upset how it started. What? No, no, no. So I'm glad that it started with him getting caught. Yeah. So I'm glad with that, but I'm upset with the victimization that happened. Like that was that was a lie. They said the other documentary for this was better than this one. Which one? It probably there was another. Yeah. I have a lot to catch up on. Yeah, but I'm gonna um, look that one up and check it. Well, out. it's a completely different documentary. But yeah, it's, right. Um, but shout oh out my. to uh, what's that lady name who played on Reno 911? Oh, Niecy Nash. Niecy Nash. Shout Nash. out to motherfucking Niecy Nash. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she played. She played. Yes. She played. Said, this a uh, Jeff. What is this? <laughs> well, you know what's so funny? I thought he gonna kill when he came to the house. I thought he was. He was like, you gonna eat it? She said, No, Jeff. <laughs> I'm not gonna eat it. <laughs> God, I smell like a raccoon. <laughs> Jeff, your outfit's taking forever. I'm not gonna eat anything that comes from me. No, exactly. But then you know he saw the door was open. I think he was trying to kill her. I think, and I think that's why he did only because the door was open. Yeah, because she was like, "It's time to go, Jeff." But I hope they put that park in her memorial. I think there was nice she was trying to do, and this day it's not built. Yeah, but the police fucked the police system. Fuck their police system. Yeah, yeah. I I did hear like. One of the major like takeaways from the whole situation was the police didn't do what they were mm-hmm. supposed to do. They let and had called they every then, other day about that man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, somebody screaming and hollering. I think today, if that were to happen, it would be taken serious. Like they, the police are not going to leave if yeah. somebody calls every day, just because of the day and time we live in. But back then, I guess it's like. But also, when you look at that first scene with the, the first victim or the victim that got him caught. Um, when you saw the police walking through and you just, you see a drill with blood. You see blood on a mattress. Like, you didn't know what I was saw the picture. But even before that, like, they're walking through this apartment and it stinks. It, yeah. And I'm, I'm sure these officers have been to a crime scene where there have been fatalities where you know the difference between bad trash and a in a in a uh, decomposing body right. like that's there's mm, Ooh, Jesus Christ mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well take... they might have been sleeping with Jeff or he might have been paying them you <laughs> never know what the hell did that come from I don't know. um so that's why they were letting him do what he wanted to do what um, do you mean finish the y'all series. never heard of people bribing people <laughs> no you need to finish, finish the series, the series. Yeah, he had white it. privilege yeah he was very white privilege. oh okay very. one hair blue eyes yeah so y'all hair. feel like that's but, why the police didn't do but it but i think yeah. that was one of the comments okay. when um the officers came through and they were like well why do you uh, we wouldn't expect you to live in a place like this oh wow okay. but also y'all what we got to think about is that yes jeff did what he did but i mean in a sense, it's sort of the victim's fault too. I mean, they put themselves in that we position. Okay, so yeah. No, I, well, let's get into it. Okay, right. well, thank you so much yeah. for the talk with Tay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Solomon. All right, so because we have been talking about Jeffrey Dahmer for today's Menage a Trois, we are going to be talking about safety in the hookup era. 
And that is going to be a, this is going to be a huge conversation because just like what Tay was saying, like, where does the fault or the responsibility lie? Mm-hmm. And um, I can actually think of sometimes <laughs> when I've made some high risk choices <laughs> and those high risk choices. Please share. I will. Uh, <laughs> He's trying to. <laughs> but those high risk choices um, didn't lead to like the victimization right. that we saw right. in the in the miniseries. Um, I am l- lucky, fortunate, blessed. privileged, blessed to be here today to tell these stories. And there are many people who are not. Mm-hmm. And so um, me getting into my story, like there have been like we've talked about before where you get online and then the questions age sex location age sex Mm -hmm. location age sex location but there's really no depth and so you go and you meet somebody based off of a picture and this is and mind you i grew up in that's how jeff got him the 80s the 90s the early (laughs) 2000s and we didn't really have video conferencing we didn't have facetime we didn't have all those things they had a phone line right yeah. Now, Rodney, <laughs> you act like you weren't alive when No, he... I had BGC. He had phone lines. No, 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 no. Well, I... <laughs> Why would that change? No, you're not going to make me seem that much older. But no, we had BGC. We had BGC. We had Black Planet. We had um, so you went on MySpace. I wasn't on the phone line. I never was on the phone line, I promise you. Like, Well, promise. didn't you say somebody called your house and outed you to your mom? That was my boyfriend. That, I'm talking about the hookup line. They had, no, I mean, they had a hookup but line. But if we're talking eras of like phone lines and stuff, that's not the no, same. Not you were yeah, on the even phone Solomon line. just said it's not the same. Solomon, just because Solomon agrees, don't give make it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just because Solomon I'm sorry, agrees. Anyway, true, Solomon. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but thinking about the number of times, just casually. I don't well yeah casually just on blind faith yeah just going to meet somebody and say what oh you gotta die Chris should be ducking (laughs) and you know you just go out and you meet somebody on blind faith yeah and so like I am thankful for I'm thankful that none of those situations turned out to be tragic yeah um and at the same time after watching the miniseries, I'm like, damn. Like, a part of me was in that Tay frame of mind, like, damn, dude, you were you were stupid. Like, you were stupid for doing that. However, that doesn't mean that I'm judging anyone who goes out and meets somebody just to get some ass. Like, I'm I'm not Are judging. Well, I, was I think like ass that. meant dick and ass. Yeah, and, and vagina. And, and vagina, sex. And throat, sex. and whatever. Ooh, <sighs> I mean... But, oh, baby. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm not judging anybody who meets anybody right, right, um, for a, a hookup or a blind hookup. I'm just saying that, is it, y'all, it's not safe out there. Um, but also, I, I we talked about right, white privilege, but there's also, you know, this gay privilege in which there is this... I guess a sense of safety in which we can do that. Mm-hmm. However, in the trans community, there are thousands, hundreds of thousands of trans women who go missing yeah. every year. Really? Yeah. yeah. And so like that is their reality. But then you also have to think about how people go out to hook up. 
Think about this. When we were watching Pose, because I think all of us watch Pose, right? One of my favorite shows. Yeah, like... It was actually a real good... It was a really good show, but did we get all of this commentary when uh, Candy got killed by the John? Yeah. Like, it was was tragic. Everybody was... It really was a lot of commentary. And it was like, it was sad that she was off the show. It was sad that she's a memory, but nobody shook up about it. Right. Right. Nobody, I think nobody put that in like real life perspective. Like, oh, that's TV. It might have happened. Like, yeah, that could have been a thing. But nobody like really put it into perspective that's to true. say like this is happening now. Cause we're right. not part of that community. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Now I get what you're saying. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I mean I was it was sad to ever die. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't like, oh my god. Right. You know that's true. Oh my god, I'm biased. Yeah, but it's okay. It's not okay. To be Wait a minute. Biased. First of all, no, because don't act like you're shocked that you biased. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god! Really? That, it, that thing, but it's okay. I have sympathy. You it, you'll think about things differently. So the fact right. that you just said I'm biased, you're not gonna think about that the same way because you just called yourself out, basically. I did. So that's why I'm like, that's okay because you're like, okay, bigger picture. We say open and learning. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um. Well, I have two things. First, I used to be on Jack heavily. I didn't meet with guys. The only scare I technically had was when this guy didn't want to leave my house. And I said... Oh, oh he needed a place to I done nut it. <laughs> you done nut it. Nut? So we're there's not everywhere. I mean, we're or good. And you and <laughs> him. No, 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 no. Oh, it's all everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> Might be on my back. <laughs> but, but for real, like, real shit, like, I said, hey, you, oh, I'm about to go. He was like, I don't want to leave. You'll be mine. I said, no, nigga, you got to go. And so I was like, so what are we doing? Because I said, you're not staying here. <laughs> and I grabbed my knife. I said, get the fuck out. And he got out. And I blocked him. I'm like, this, it could have went bad. You know what right, I'm saying? Exactly. And that like, was bad enough. Yeah. I had, I, I had to grab a knife, like, get the fuck to... out of my place. Yeah. Like, he was like, not trying to leave. Because not only, like, it's, I feel like, you know, again, going back to social cues that we talked about last week, mm-hmm. you can tell by a person's energy if they're ready for you to go. But if I verbally say, it's like, what you about to do, it's time to go. If and, you don't leave after that, now I'm starting to wonder like what's going on because where do you what's not connecting what, for you? For me, I feel right. like because he, he, he was cute and the gander stayed guy you want. Right, right. He felt like he could just stay in my apartment. No, bitch. Right. Like, and I see him out to this day. Did you see him when we went out last week? No, no. Oh, I see him because like, I was about to say you didn't show him to us. Not really. Look, but you like, about to start guessing, girl. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I see him to this day. I mean, it ain't no hard feel. I'm just like, but you, I know you're crazy. Right. And you might need. Secondly, the reason why I got off for Jack, I didn't go off Jack the time. Please, I, got this. Please stop calling out the homosexuals. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. I don't want to make a stigma. No, he has own place. Oh, he just wanted to be in yours. Okay. Oh. He just didn't want to leave. <laughs> oh, you must have <laughs> put it on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, so the reason why I got for Jack, though, was I used to be in this card group, and um, and you play cards with this guy, and this guy asked if I come over the house, and he murdered him. Mm. And that hurt me so bad because he was so lively, so nice, so welcoming. He had parties always over his house. How long ago this and was? to this day, you heard about it probably. How long ago this was? They don't know who killed him. They still don't know who killed that Oh man. my God. And like, it's sad. And then secondly, I have a friend of a friend who by the guy over. The guy tried to murder him. The guy stabbed him. Oh no. Like in a nice high rise apartment. Like, you about to get murdered. Like, he had to literally fight for his life. And I'm just like, for me, 
I have hooked up with people off of uh, apps. I have never probably knew that last night. I'm going to keep it real. But you have to hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Like, I do agree with Tay. Say, like, yeah, you don't expect nobody to kill you when you go over to the house. But why are you going to my house you don't even know? But also think about, like, in the miniseries, the Jeffrey Dahmer miniseries, like, you had individuals who were out and about. They were at the club and they were at bars and... Think about how often people go out to clubs and they go out to bars and they meet somebody and then they hook mm-hmm. up with them. And also think of... <laughs> <laughs> not also... recently, but... <laughs> right, not recently, right, but... but... But also think about how many times you've received a drink from somebody um, and then you drank that drink. Mm-hmm. And you're going to drink that There's drink. There's one thing I don't do. My daddy and mama made sure... Bitch, you don't buy the drink so you can be made. Don't take that. Right, so I right. think they were done for that part. I'm sorry. I'm like, bitch, you gonna I take I think a-, a lot of people sleep on the fact that, okay, we're at the bar. So if you buy me a drink, then cool, you bought me one so you didn't do anything to it. But yeah. if we're at your house and there's a drink already, now I'm skeptical. I'm I think not gonna that's drink that shit. But, but no, I'm just saying I think so- I think overall that's kinda like the going thing. Like we're at the bar. Cool, we could be drunk as shit. Yeah. You bought me a drink. There's no way you did anything to it. Right. But if you make me one at your house, there's a chance you did. But whole time, we I should be thinking about both situations. Somebody did that to me. That's what I'm saying. We should think about both situations. You but should. it's so easy for someone to slip something into your drink, even out and about when you're out in public. Yes, yeah, but pe- what I'm saying is that people don't think to be like, oh, well, just like you could be at, we could be at your apartment and you could slip something in my drink. You can do it right after you buy it. But people are like, oh, no, we're out. We're at the bar. I feel like that's the going thing. That mm-hmm. because we're at the bar, it's least likely to happen if you're buying me a drink, you know? Mm-hmm. Tay, how do you feel? Because I know you had a start of this conversation. Um, so I can't say that I, I, mean, I was told that before. I've never, like, went home with someone that I met, like, the same night or anything like that. Girl. I'm being serious. Like, I have Okay, you have the same night. No. Okay, okay. So, for that instance, I mean, I would never worry about myself being in that situation because I don't trust people like that. Um, So, hookups and stuff like that. I don't know you. It's not like that. You never had a one-night stand? No, somebody I didn't know. No. But, but wait a minute. So, you've had a one night stand with someone that you did know? That I did know? Yeah. Yeah. He could have been Jeffrey. I but I knew him. It's a different when you know someone. They probably knew Jeffrey in the clubs. Everybody he goes to the same bar. Remember with the opening scene, they were like, he bought me a drink last week and he didn't do anything. He bought me and he bought me a drink. They last thought week. they knew him, right. And they, everybody was like everybody was familiar with him because he bought them drinks. I like how that bath I kicked his ass out. <laughs> That bath I said two and done, bitch. Oh. <laughs> they kicked him out. Yeah, yeah. Cause Jeffrey used to like lead them. He ain't people. got there yet. said Jeffrey, get the fuck out my. He had drunk two people. <laughs> what episode is that? It's like three or four. Right. Ooh, it was four crazy. But that's what I was saying. Like I um. I watch so many Lifetime movies and stuff, so Same. I don't trust people when it comes to stuff like that. I just don't trust people. And what did you don't. Um. Thank God I don't have to worry about that no more. I don't have to worry about none of that. But I know you saw Lacey Peterson's story. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you go call him out. <laughs> Not to say that you're. But I'm gonna say this. <laughs> you have tried to kill me. Don't ruin anyone else, <laughs> baby. It's gonna be a fight to the end. Um, it ended for Lacey's. But. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I will say I have put myself in that predicament before because, you know, I used to do massages. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I used to be real skeptical about who I went to go do massages for. Oh. Hold up. So we we not differentiating. We are not, we are, we are not differentiating. This is the same shit. I said hook up. I've never hooked mm-hmm. up with someone. Well, you say you did a- if somebody's coming to you man to man to get a massage... They could have been coming to you. But, or you could have went to them. You could have went to their right. environment, okay. which is still dangerous. It's the same thing. It's the same. How is that the same? I mean, just because you didn't get the, you didn't go there to fuck. <laughs> I mean, you still going to somebody's house. You don't really You don't know, know them. them. Remember how you said the one guy, the 14-year-old, y'all corrected me. Y'all said he was looking for love, not to fuck. Mm. He was looking for love. You were looking for business. He wasn't looking for love. He was looking to get rubbed on. Y'all told me he was looking for love. So I'm just saying he was looking for... He I'm was talking about... For, he was looking for one thing, got another. That's my point. So you were just going for a business, you could have got another. So it kind of is the same thing. And you say you did a... <laughs> one time. <laughs> I can't stand you. Okay, well, maybe since y'all put it that way, okay, I can understand what y'all are saying. However... Palma. <laughs> as far as hookups go... No, I don't do. I've never done the meet somebody on Jack and then go meet them like that. We How have to did meet you find up, your like massage clients. How did I find them? Um, most of them I would do like an ad on like Instagram or something like that, and then like they'll oh, Instagram. They, yeah, because <laughs> it wasn't girl. like. <laughs> Because it was like a public thing. Like, I, it wasn't just men, it was women too. Like, oh, you did men and women. I told you this. You rubbed yeah, the cream the one time? I, to, I, I told you what happened with that. Oh my <laughs> No. You didn't tell us that she came. Yes, to I did. Not because she it wanted was, a massage. Y'all was were just the, doing y'all's thing. And she wanted a happy ending. Yes, oh, I wow. told y'all. I this. thought that was. You ate her box? No, I didn't eat her box. I just fingered her. Like, you know. So she was it wet? It was. Remember, I told you it was real nasty. It was real wet, real nasty. Okay, <laughs> so like to relive Sit it. Trina, <laughs> <Shrita>, bitch. <laughs> what did City Girls sing when the um when the job song? They said something with a slip and slide. Uh-huh. I don't remember what it was. But no, I get, I get, like I definitely get that. And again, like I said, I I could have been in that situation going do that. Mm-mm, that looks like it hurts. I didn't, thank God. Um. Can you just show us what you did? Because Wait, Rodney man. just went. And, and that I had like sex with girls before. You can do that. You can't do to that. To I mean, they you like, can, actually. but you had sex with girls before, You were like trained this. back in the day. I wasn't trained, but I would do more like. Yeah, that was more gentle. <laughs> no, we can still. Were you gentle when you were trained? Well, I started like this. I feel like but I, at times, like, y'all ain't never did that before. No, that's what they like. like that's they what like I'm saying. What kind of but girls you, you had? Because you could put your your hand around the box. Hold on, hold on. Put your fingers in and, and go like this. You're saying this. We try to do fingering one on one. We try to prove You know what? Probably had no adjustment. You never fingered? I'm. Oh, a okay. vagina. Yes. Okay. Oh. Well, I did. Well, that's new. I can't be silent. Oh, my God. Talking, talking to the pussy. Now I'm going to rub it. <laughs> you seem stressed. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, that hurt. Okay. I'm sorry. 
Let me just slow down by saying this. But again, I just never been a trusting person. I'll just say that. I've never been a trusting person like that with anyone, honestly. Like, not when I first meet them, no. Okay. Like, that's just me. So you feel like that's why you haven't done as much as a lot of people, other people have as far as the apps. Yeah, because I'm big. I'm like, I just like, I know like, I'm a little small petite guy, so I'm not about to go and put myself in a situation that I don't know what the outcome going to be. Like, I'm just not going to do it. Honestly, I never dated somebody who's too tall I couldn't fight them. You was like six, four, six, five. I never dated you. If I can't beat your ass, you ain't going to beat my ass. Um, I don't want to think like that. I'm sorry, might I, be crazy. I think like that too. But my thing is, I don't want to be able to be trash if I'm because because you, I'm not calling you daddy if I can beat you the fuck up. No, no, I I'm mean for protection. I'm not dating no six four two and eight pound nigga. I am, and I know he hit my ass. I'm getting beat the fuck up. I'm not no. You can baby, you up six in that one. You my height. I can reach you. Okay. <laughs> you six five. I'm like this. So you want it to be a uh, even playing field. Even. I need an equal playing field, bitch. <laughs> Jason, can't you got fight for your life? Shit. People crazy. Girl, that's why my siblings got my location because you know I'm going to have me a big ass tall so ass. So that goes to okay, so Rodney shared about one of his scares. And so one scare that I had was I was supposed to meet this person and they showed up in this vehicle. It was tinted out like black, black. Couldn't see inside. Ooh. And they were like driving by slow. <laughs> And it gave me like, I had these, you're making this real dramatic. I'm, like, I'm liking this story now. But they can't see me, I don't think. Or maybe they can, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but. Can y'all see me? <laughs> Did you just dip your whole cup in the ice? I did that at the beginning. They can see you, they can't see me. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Any, but anyway, so. Um, it was. It gave me like real eerie vibes, and like I just turned around, and I walked away. Cause he had tinted window. It, it was like in the way that, cause you know how when you watch those scary movies and the car is just like tinted out and they driving by real slow and it's real creepy, and I had that that vibe. Oh, wait, you but listen. but the the funny thing was, like as soon as I walked away, and this was it was late. It was like 10, 11 o'clock at night, and my mom is usually asleep. She either, I think she, she texted me. She was like, what are you up to? And I was like, nothing. <laughs> and, and in that moment, I knew I was like, you're not supposed to be here. If that wasn't confirmation, I don't know what was. Exactly. That was definitely confirmation. But I would say to your point, like, like not to be super spiritual, but I'm a spiritual person. I feel like life is spiritual. A lot, so many things in life is spiritual. And you have to be like in tune and connected so you can listen. And I feel like in that moment you listen. And I'm not saying that for the viewers, I'm not saying that Jeff Dahmer's victims did not have spirituality or they weren't connected. I'm not saying any of that. But what I'm saying is to Solomon's point, sometimes your spirit will be like, uh-uh, that's not it. Mm -hmm. And then I know that your mom is a praying mom. And so for her to follow up was confirmation, uh-uh, that's not it. Yeah. That, that was, so it's just like, if you have a nudge and you're not sure, like, Oh, what is this nudge? Follow the nudge. Whether you think it's your spirit, whether you think it's whatever, if something that contradicts what you're about to do that is risky, I feel it's like the Holy be. Spirit. No, and I would agree, but I didn't want to. I don't want to force that on people that may not. I'm a Christian. You know. It's the Holy Spirit. But let me let me say this to, to that point. <laughs> to that point, sometimes your your intuition and your horny mind don't always mix. 
Mine too. I Tell have, me about it. I have turned down situations when I have jacked off before I went somewhere, and I was like, if I still horny, I want to go, I will go. And so I'd be like, bitch, I'm good. Right. So, yeah. But but then sometimes just like you know you out and about and you at the club or whatever and you meet somebody or even if you are on one of the apps and you you just want to get it in. Mm-hmm. Some people ignore their intuition and they go and they move. I've to, done it. Throw it out my mouth because I was gonna ask like you know when you get ready to go meet somebody like oh, I have friends that I like, will go meet somebody like hey I'm finna go send you send you my location I'm finna go meet this person. If you feel like you gotta send me a location, why are you going? You know what I'm saying? Well, okay, so that I'm was gonna that, that was gonna be one of the next points. Like, what mm-hmm. what do you do to be safe in this day? Send my location. Exactly. Like I send my location, and um, so and I, I send the picture of the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, we didn't have Google Maps. Like, you That's couldn't true. put in an address, yeah. and you couldn't see the neighborhood. You couldn't see the actual location that you were going to. <laughs> we had a map quest. That shit. I never done that before to this what? day. I don't. Google people address, see where they live. Me either. I'll just Google to get the direction to go. When it's time to go, I put it yeah. in. But what I will say is oh, not. No, I would always go. It's not only that makes sense. It's not only a gay thing. It's a straight thing too. Um, because as y'all know, my youngest sister just moved to. This goes for all my siblings, guys mm-hmm. and girls, my brothers and sisters. But my youngest sister just moved to Atlanta. So she's gorgeous, beautiful, like I am, whatever. So <laughs> he had a head in there. Guys have been coming left and right. And she went on a date the other day. And I'm like, as happy for her as I am, because I'm like, you deserve it. You're single. Like, Where go out, live your life. It's just like, okay, well, if you don't come home tonight, then what do I do? Because this is somebody we don't know. Like we're in Atlanta. There's like fifty thousand people here. Like, what do I, what do I do as your brother, as your protector? Like, you know, as gay as I am, whatever. Like, those are my kids. I'm still gonna protect them at the end of the day. First of all, how do I protect you? You just said you can't. You won't even protect yourself. Well, when did I say I would protect point. myself? <laughs> you say you don't want nobody to feel you could beat their ass. No, I don't want nobody to feel like I could beat your ass. But if it comes to my siblings, you think I won't run you over with my car? <laughs> And I'm dead ass. You think I won't? I know you will. You think I will not? You think I won't go get a gallon of gas? And y'all know the rest. I'm not going to incriminate myself. You think I won't? But in all seriousness, I'm like, your location is still on. If you start feeling funny, I know y'all are drinking. Like, all these things just automatically come because I'm like, I never want anybody to be in a position where they're taking advantage of. Right in that situation you know so it's just like really scary like i don't know it's just really scary have you ever been taken advantage of i feel like i have i feel like you have i mean one time i went up to somebody house. i wasn't gonna ever share this i feel like i got raped before wait a minute and, oh my God. I, and I i told like three people so oh my god i did like the guy okay okay so i'm not gonna act like i didn't like him but i was drunk i would admit that I called him over. I was naked. Okay. I just wanted to cuddle. Now, he pulled out the condom and I tore it up. I'm like, we're not having sex tonight. I went to sleep. I wake up. I see a condom, open condom, right next to me. So, I fought him. 
I'm not gonna lie. I went berserk. I said, bitch, did you fuck me in my sleep? He like, you told me to do it. I said, bitch, I'm drunk. If I told you no. But my question, I do not, he, you're right and he's wrong because you said no. Okay, so I did get right. But my question is like, I've never been that drunk to where I couldn't, like somebody could put I, their I, dick I, in me and me not know. Bitch, like, I fell asleep. So I'll just. Either, and I fell asleep drunk too, but like, it don't just what like you, it. My hole's not try? like this what big. You just no, this. You know, like you feel. No, you that. tried it. You. Feel what I'm that. saying is he. But what he said, I'm not saying he's lying, but he said I was like, yeah, it's okay to do it. But I verbally told you no, and I threw up the condom and threw it up the first time you tried to do it. So I'm just like. You get what I'm saying? I'm so let's have a conversation after the show. Okay. Okay. I just had to share. Hello, friend. Yeah, thank you for sharing. A lot of people probably have the same experience. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I, I don't know if this was this too. or this was this. If I'm saying I don't know, because yeah, it ain't like I didn't like him, I didn't like him, but I verbally told him no. Yeah, but my question, why didn't you want to fuck him? Because Cause I wasn't. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's that I had fair. that experience. Let's say no more. That's <laughs> but I think that experience is actually very common. Right. And then you also have people who are in that gray area where they don't really know. Yeah. And so just to be on the safe side, if it's a no, it's a no. What? <laughs> Nothing. I get that. I've actually been in that situation too with a friend and I said no and they still end up doing it or whatever. You know, we're not friends anymore, but it's just you know it's like a great area like like, because i like i don't fault myself but at the same time i know i put myself in that position i felt the same way so this so it's not a great area so once you say no it's no longer a great area the what becomes a great area is that space that you're in when you start negotiating well was it was it or was it not appropriate? This da da da. Like that's that's that space that you get into um but once you say no it's not a great area well, I beat his ass, so. Well, so you handled it, so that's, I you handled it, right. Because I woke up swinging, he was like, you told me yeah. Oh I said, God. bitch, I told you no the first motherfucking time, ho. No <laughs> means no. No means yeah, no. no means no. I mean, it, but I, yeah. I, went to, I went to counseling for it, so I'm good. I really? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it really bothered me for a while. I'm like, did I get raped? So that was a big thing for you. It was. I didn't I didn't I didn't take that away from the conversation when you mentioned it. Like, yeah, that's a heavy thing. Like I keep looking crazy with the arm thing. But I, I know like that's a that's a heavy thing when you're talking about, okay, did I give consent or not? So I didn't take it lightly when you first said it, but for you to say, Oh, I went to therapy for it, it's like, okay, this affected me for some time. Yeah, so I had did, to like because I'm just like I think of myself as a strong person mm-hmm. who wouldn't be in the type of situation. I agree. So and then I knew the person. It wasn't like a stranger. Like, we were right. actually trying to date. Right. You get what I'm saying? Because I'm just like, so, you know I was drunk for one. You came over. I was naked. You got naked. We got in the bed. You tried to put on the condom, have sex. I said no. So, what would your feelings be? I'm sorry. Go ahead. We'll, we'll bookmark that. So, just just keep, keep that thought. But, okay. um, just for... I'm, I'm talking about tricking someone. No, well, just for clarification. And I mean, I think that's why we have these important conversations mm-hmm. because people just don't know. But there is such a thing as acquaintance rape. Um, and so uh, one of the reasons why, just like when you were like, oh, he doesn't do that on the show, um, when we talk about me being a therapist or whatever, because um, typically I'm drinking. Um, but I think it is important for us to inform. And so acquaintance rape is when people are taken advantage of by someone that they know 
And so it doesn't matter if you are a strong person. It doesn't matter if you are a more meek or mild person. If if your answer is no, it's just no. And so we saw a lot of that in the video with, or not the video, the um Seriously? the miniseries, where like the first scene, the guy was he was ready to go. He's he was like, yeah, just like, yeah, I'm thinking I'm gonna go. And yeah. then and um Dahmer's like stepped in front of the door. He was like, no. Yeah, he put handcuffs on a man and everything. Yeah, and so you know, <laughs> strap. These these situations, um, it's unfortunately, real. they're they're real and unfortunately, unfortunately, they do occur. And it's sad. So if y'all out there having sex, look, I'm not gonna judge. Everybody have sex on this couch, I can say. We all have done risky things. Mm -hmm. But please just make sure somebody know where the fuck you are. That is important. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I recommend, like I was saying, with my siblings, we all share our location indefinitely. Mm -hmm. Um, but with my sister, I double check to say, hey, I, I didn't check to see, let me, is her location still on? But I asked her, is your location still on? So if it's not, go ahead and put it on. Um, but even with me, my siblings, like they know I'm meeting somebody new, whether I met them at work or met them, you know, in person at the club. Anytime I say I'm going on a date, they're like, okay, well, we have your location. And I think they look at it as, okay, well, you're gay, so you're in a different, like, it could be more fast-paced for you to where something could easily happen. I think that's their, like, outlook on it. Um, but it can be for straight or gay. But, again, to your point, just make sure that somebody has your location, somebody knows where you're going, who you're going with, and follow your feeling. So not the first feeling of, oh, I want some ass or oh i want company but follow what comes with that person like i would never recommend like meeting somebody having literally two sentences now we meeting up i've been on jack before i have done I'm that before and i cannot judge yeah and i and i'm not and i cannot judge the real i cannot judge but what i can say is what i've learned so what i've learned is don't have two sentences and meet up with somebody from jack have a facetime get a vibe go out to a public place and then if y'all still want to fuck then maybe go try it but i feel like along these checkpoints you're gonna feel something overall for the most part and for the cruisers out there who go cruising you know cruising is what is that explain you know cruising? when you, when you just like go pick up some stuff, stuff, stuff mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. have cruises before you can, like a prostitute no, no, no it's not a prostitute. Just, just go, go to playful people meet there's up. one in atlanta <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty of them it's several yeah now you want to know don't you not I'm going so for people who are cruisers, I, I recommend you have some type of gun or knife on you. Mm. Um, Wait, that I'm being for real. You got particular because it's dark out there and it's, it's dark. Night, so know. I will. I mean, I have cruised before, and I have seen some crazy things. Where people was like, "I want fuck with you." Got mad. So my question, is not to interrupt. So when you said you've cruised before, meaning okay, I know where the spot is that yeah. people that want to have sex. So I'm gonna go through and see who wants to come home with me. No, you cruise out there. You cruise out there. You do it out there. I don't know if I did it this year. <laughs> now I want the police coming after me, child. But I have cruised before. But uh, when knowing cruise, you, you, I'm thinking you didn't like, I'm do it this year. Pick somebody up. No, bitch, you get out there because of monkey pox. Oh no! Huh? Is it time for the letter? They said they're gonna. Production said they're gonna tell us when it's. Oh, time. Yes. Okay. oh it is time. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, we didn't talk for a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. Now, <laughs> now we want to stay tonight. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love the meal. <laughs> they're gonna be like, no, get your ass out. Right, it's time to go. Y'all okay. paid for a certain amount of time. <laughs> um. All right. So I was trying to. Can we focus the cameras? <laughs> <laughs> That's 
pick it up, shall we? Okay. Hey, right. we get on. We are good. <laughs> we are not good. <laughs> this is this is cute. Let's see. All right, you guys. So the moment you've all been waiting for, y'all love the segments that Devin is in charge of, and I love you guys so much as well. Make sure you give all the um, information. As far as the name of the segment, segment the they can oh okay, everything, okay. and where they can email their letters yeah. to the crown okay. beating in on him, bitch. All right. <laughs> so um, I think I got it this time. Okay. But thanks for the reminder. So this section is called left on. Red. I was not gonna say everything, so thank you. Um, this section is called left on red. This is our. So this is for those of you that are just joining or just subscribing. This is the segment where our followers or anybody that's interested is welcome to write a letter to us, and then we'll read it on the show and discuss it amongst one another uh, for everybody to see so this one reads dear open relationship podcast first i would like to say i love the show the topics addressed are the conversations others are afraid to speak about but are needed for growth and understanding of different perspectives in this world this is so well written already from a teacher oh my god well i have a situation in question I've worked in elementary education for the past few years i absolutely love working with kids mostly kids of color as a black male teacher, I feel pressured to be the role model for black boys, regardless of the type of person I am or the influence the kids have experienced. Some see drug dealers as role models because of their experiences, in parentheses. In our country, there is an underlying ideal image of a male that society has created that determines a black male's level of success. Now, this becomes even more difficult as a gay black man because we are all thought of as overly flamboyant flamboyant and feminine, which is not the case. I found myself resorting to portraying other characteristics of myself in front of parents because realistically some are uncomfortable with certain things their children are exposed to. This topic arose thinking about the new Little Nas, Lil Nas X video. So my question is, how do we prepare our youth with the truth about how others live but not impress upon them a lifestyle. Sincerely, Chocolate Peach Teach. First of all, whoever Chocolate Peach Teach is, I love your hashtag for Chocolate Peach Teach. Um, and I feel like a lot of people I know because I'm in education deal with this and I faced it before. So this is really good. This is really good. Oh my God. Tell them how they can write this us. This is really good. You um, so before we go into like, you know, how our opinion and our view on this, if you guys ever want to write us a letter, if you want to give us your thoughts, your opinion, commentary, write us a letter, whatever it is, then you can write us at openrelationshippodcast at gmail.com. So again, that's openrelationshippodcast at gmail.com. If you want us to know who you are, for example, this one says Chocolate Peach Teach, we'll be more than happy to announce who you are. However, if you want to keep it anonymous, then we're willing to do that too. Um, if you're willing to write in. So if you guys want to write in, do it, and we'll be on the show. You'll be on the show. Uh, for this particular, I think that this hits home for me uh, just because a, the black male teacher for me doesn't matter because I feel like in education there are so many black males now, but that's for me. I feel like there's still not enough, but the networks I've worked in, there's been so many black males recently, so it's like that part, we're good. Um, but when it comes to like being who you really are and the gay part, um, and as far as the parents, like I definitely get it. I would say that my first year of teaching, I had this in consideration. 
but keep in mind that you have students that are going to be in your shoes one day, meaning you may not have came out from the beginning, not to say that everybody's going to be gay, whatever, but you have students that have been through the very same things that you have, and you have students that still need the you. So I feel like parents may come for like the sexuality, parents may not be completely comfortable, but you know for a fact that you're giving their child everything they need when they're in your care. And I feel like that's overall the most important thing. Um, with me and my personal things, like I said, my students ask me about my nails all the time. You know, Mr. Robertson, oh, your nails. But it's it's becoming to where if you just be your true authentic self, they see that and they appreciate that. Um, so I have even the toughest of the toughest boys that will ask about my nails. And it's like, I know you will never get your nails done a day in your life, but you're still asking, oh, Mr. Robertson, your nails are hard. And they see that because they see my confidence when I come with my nails done. So if somebody asks, I'm like, yeah, got them done. You want to see them? Yeah, got them done. Where's the homework? You know, <laughs> where's your homework? <laughs> Let me sign your hall pass with my nails done. But it's about, it's about, so I would say there's three takeaways. The first one would be confidence in who you are. Um, and what you're doing, like, you know, you're there for a purpose, you're serving a purpose. So no matter what your outside presentation is giving you, the students are going to feel the love and support that you have to offer. So that's the first thing. Second thing, just be there for the parents, too. So be open communication. Like we can communicate. Yeah, I have my nails done, you know, whatever. But we're going to be open. We're going to communicate. This is how I feel when it comes to your student. This is how I feel when it comes to education. Be open. And then third thing realize that this is a professional situation. So yes, you're an educator, but you're your job is to be professional. So if a kid what and we just had a meeting on this last week, if a kid were to cuss you out and you cuss them out back in response, who is that gonna fall on? The teacher because you're the professional. So at the end of the day, do you you're the professional. That's my that's my how do you feel, Ty? Bitch, he said it all. Um I would just say that at the end of the day, you are who you are. And, um, you know, as long as you conduct yourself, you know, professionally, then at the end of the day, you know, how you portray yourself, you know, as far as appearance wise, it, it shouldn't matter. Um, make sure you still demand your respect. Don't allow anyone to disrespect you. And, you know, just because of the way you dress or, you know, your nails or whatever. But um, overall, I feel like even, you know, being a teacher and being gay or whatever, you know, you're going to have those students who you know may be negative towards that you may get you know negative comments or whatever and at the end of the day like as long as you're protecting yourself respectfully and you're doing your job at the end of the day it doesn't really matter what anyone else got to say like at all like i said Devin pretty much covered like every fucking thing so i would say Devin, that's his field right that's probably why field. yeah and i'm leaving at that okay. I'm not a teacher. <laughs> however comma um i don't think so when you say be your true self, um, I feel like it's a little level of decorum you need when you are going to be professionalism. A yeah, and professionalism. Um, I'm not saying walking there with, you know, if, you know if you are um, what you call film bottom film boy, I don't recommend you wearing heels and shit to class. It's you know. <laughs> Um, but still when you're a slack I mind your face being beat your eyelash or whatever right. but like still have some decorum of professionalism when you talk about the heels so you know my my school really quick my school is uh, K through 8th grade mm -hmm. so of course they're on different levels so I see some of the primary school kids primary meaning anything other 5th grade other than lower than 5th grade I see them so I had on something similar to this and they were black so one girl says oh 
And she goes like this. And I'm like, hey, good afternoon. She's like, I love your heels. And I'm like, thank you, but they're not heels. Like, you know, <laughs> but they I, are. I didn't say that to her. But I'm like, you know, so it's just like. You know, I have some type of like, be you. But this has the corners. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. I'm done. And I will say, no matter the profession, I think we all teach by the example of our living. And so you could be trans. You could be a femme boy. You could be whatever. And if you are confident in that, be that. Mm -hmm. Um, And if they decide to hire you, be who you are. Be the person who they decided to hire. Um, And at at the same time, it's... I think it's our responsibility to show people that there is a spectrum. Um, I think it's our responsibility to be okay with us so that other people can be okay with themselves. Mm. And mainly since we're talking about education to students because they're watching every single thing. Yeah. Every single thing. So if we're coming in confident about who we are, no matter what we look like, what we got going on, what our personal feelings are, what our sexuality is, if they see that confidence, then somebody in that room is going to relate to you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well, hey, openers. Um, it's been real, it's been fun, but... Yeah, I think it's Solomon's closeout, not yours, but... <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> so, there's, thank you for joining the four of us as we... What is it? Swallow hard topics and spit difference of opinions. All right, guys. All right, we'll see y'all next time. Next time. From the high rise. Yeah. <laughs> Skyline, bitch. <laughs>